Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Yes, indeed. It is the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. I am Reginald Datatula. Alongside me is the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. We got Ross Lebensky holding it down on the ones and twos. And you rolling with us on a Wednesday evening in the Metroplex. Already eventful. We had the homie Vach Lombardi join us earlier. We had a big-time trade happen for your Dallas Stars. Let me see if I can get the, the terms of this back up because I realized as I was trying to help our folks spell Vach Lombardi. Um, I also, um, you know. V-O-C-H for, for those who didn't know. Yes, V-O-C-H and Lombardi just like uh, Vince, Vince Lombardi. Mike. Absolutely. Um, but big time trade happens. It's a three-team deal for your Dallas Stars. They uh, end up acquiring Chris Tanev, defenseman, and Cole Brady, uh, the Calgary Flames and the New Jersey Devils were the other two teams. Calgary Flames got a second round pick and a third round conditional pick in the future, uh, and, uh, as well as Artem uh, Grushnikov. And then the New Jersey Devils uh, acquired a fourth round pick, a future for fourth round pick, as well as retaining 50% of Chris Tanev's salary for this upcoming season. Made so, a fit. yeah, there's a, that's a defenseman coming in to help your Dallas Stars. Uh, Chris Tanev is 34 years old. He's often described as a rugged, fearless, tough defender. Who excels? Wait a minute. Are you calling him a goon in hockey? I feel like we've legislated out the goon, though, right? Like, we don't really have that. You got to be able to play on the ice. Enforcer? Uh, maybe. Maybe so. But, like, I mean, having having that strength, having that uh, that that heft to you, I think is going to be helpful for the Stars, who are maybe viewed more as just like a speed team in a way. So having that physicality. Although, I was reading a fantastic piece on D Magazine about kind of the defensive acumen that Jason Robertson has brought it even as mm-hmm. you know maybe some of the scoring has been a little bit quieter he's been defensively really nice uh bringing Chris Tanev will help a good amount because Miro Haskinen oh, yeah. is that anchor that you have as a defenseman mm-hmm. but uh having another defenseman um who you know has been a you know that 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 he's worn as a on that on that uh jersey or the sweater rather and you know he 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 is missing some teeth, so maybe that does speak to the idea that maybe just maybe bit some chicklets. Yeah, he'll he'll get he'll get into a a, 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 a ruckus 
or a catching pucks, catching pucks with his mouth, something like that. But I mean, that's that sounds like the type of defenseman that you need, and ultimately, that's the defenseman that you have as the Dallas Stars acquire him in a three-team deal this evening. That was the breaking news on the evening. Stars also, fans are going crazy because they didn't lose nobody. Yeah, not really, not really. anything. Not, not anything really. of note. Uh, so this one does not cost you a ton. And you add, uh, I mean, a little bit older, but look, man, you know what to do. He's experienced, seasoned. That's that's the that's what I need. Seasoned, experienced. Also, your Mavs active this evening. They currently hold a three point lead in the third quarter in Toronto against the Raptors, eighty four eighty one. A pretty even point scoring distribution compared, especially compared to last night. PJ oh, yeah, Washington has sixteen. Luca has sixteen. Kyrie has fourteen. Tim Hardaway Jr. has fourteen. Daniel Gafford has ten. Just a lot of guys spreading this around, having a good evening uh, thus far against the Toronto Raptors. Six minutes to go in the third quarter. We'll keep you up to date with what's happening there. But uh, right now, let's let's focus. Now I think I've handled all of the uh, all of the nooks and crannies, all the nuts and bolts mm-hmm. of the movement on this Wednesday evening in the Metroplex. I want to bring you back to Wednesday afternoon in Surprise, Arizona, where your Texas Rangers are handling spring training 2024, of course, as the reigning World, World Series, Series champions. champions. If it man, say it with me one more time. Reigning, reigning. World, World Series champions. champions. Gosh, it feels good to say. And it felt gusto. Say it with your chest. It also felt good to watch today as uh um I think Spectrum TV, Spectrum Network or whatever, ultimately Spectrum Sportsnet, I think is what it's called in LA. They are the regional sports network for the Los Angeles Dodgers. They broadcasted this game. So if you wanted to watch this game or if you have like MLB.tv or what have you, in fact, even if you don't have it, I'd go check. Because you could watch this game where mm-hmm. your Texas Rangers hosted the Dodgers. No. Shohei Otani, no he show. played yesterday, but you did get to see the, I guess, spring training debut, debut uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Yeah, the three hundred million dollar man. Yes, the Japanese pitcher who pitch is kind of funny, right? Like he, it seems like even when he is pitching from the windup, mm-hmm. like it, he really just kind of still slide steps in a way. There's not really a exaggerated motion with his pitch, but he still gets a good amount of leverage and he pitches very well. In fact, I think he gave you he he was out there for. A couple of innings, if I remember correctly. In fact, let me go ahead and look at the box score rather than guessing in that way. Uh, but Yoshinobu, was, or Yamamoto, rather, I always want to call him by his first name, was out there. He did get two innings, uh, one hit baseball, the one hit coming from Evan Carter. So as, yep. it, as it stands right now, and I know um, our guy, Eric Chiefall, was having a lot of fun saying this on air, Evan Carter, the only player in the MLB to get a hit off of Yoshinobu Yamamoto hmm. thus far. But that, that man way, got he, three he twi- strikeouts he, he, in yeah, that two innings. He work. also twisted up Wyatt Langford. Yeah, yeah. Wyatt Langford only uh only batting a hundred. He did not get a hit again today. And we talked we I mean we heard Bochi talking about it, how mm-hmm. we know that dude can hit. And it seems like Boach is in no place of worry or what have you. But it's it's very evident the young bucks still getting a little bit of a feel for what's happening. By the, way, right now. by the way, for those who are wondering and concerned about White Langford, no need to worry. Uh, Bochi asked Mike Maddox the other day about some players. He's looking at some pitches. You know, Mike Maddox, pitching coach. He's, Mike Maddox came over to Bochi and said, I just saw the best player, the best player in that game, and he's not a pitcher. His name is White Langford. I ain't seen nothing like him. Yeah. Yeah, the the, the the pitching coach. The dude is very good at the plate. Again, we know he can hit. It's 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 a certainty, and but he's got to earn it. At, yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto was not an easy one to go up against. As I mentioned, three strikeouts in his two innings mm-hmm. of work. 
A few strikeouts for uh, a newcomer for your Texas Rangers, Kirby Yates, uh, the bullpen, or the man who will be coming out of the bullpen, one of the high-leverage guys. In fact, you got a, a good amount of the, your high-leverage guys in this one. Uh, a Spores got an inning, although he, he gave up a two-run blast, and so that was not fun necessarily. Uh, Jake Latz got some time, and I mentioned Kirby Yates as well. Uh, was on the mound for an inning. He struck out two in his mm-hmm. inning. So, you know, that's that's encouraging, especially when you look at what this bullpen needs to be, especially compared to what this bullpen seemed to be for a large portion of last year. Um, it's it's encouraging to have another guy that looks like, and of course, it's really early. Uh, you know, the stuff hasn't settled necessarily. Batters are still really, you know, working their way, and everybody's working their way up. But seeing Kirby Yates already look somewhat effective is, I think, encouraging for your bullpen. Since we're talking Rangers pitchers, let me just slide in a quick little shout-out. Please Remember, do. Remember uh, former Ranger pitcher Taylor Hearn? Absolutely. Shout-out to Taylor Hearn. He ultimately got traded where he got traded. Did he get traded directly to the Royals, or did he go to Atlanta and then to Kansas City? I think that was the route. Great well, guy, by the way. Great guy, and he is no longer in Major League Baseball. He's a Japanese pitcher. Oh, okay. He's over there in Japan keeping his arm fresh because he's 6'5", he can throw some heat. He actually started opening day about three years ago, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he's trying to find his spot and get his location. Great, great guy. Huge Mavericks fan, but more importantly. I told him he needed to get out there and hoop with with all that height. height. And by the way, he can also rodeo. And I was spending time with his family this evening. Yes. That's where I was. I was in Lancaster earlier. Today in Lancaster is Cleo Herndon. Isn't it Lancaster? Lancaster. (laughs) Cleo Herndon. And Cleo Hearn is the grandfather of Taylor Hearn. Cleo Hearn is one of the, he's a legendary black cowboy from the rodeo days. And he he is the the co-founder of the Cowboys of Color Rodeo, which a lot of people have grown up watching. Ironically, Cleo Hearn and my mother went to high school together in Oklahoma City. Really? So I've been knowing Cleo forever. That's incredible. And so um, there was a big dedication, a ceremony in downtown uh, Lancaster. And I was there hanging out with the Hearn family. And uh, like I said, they are giving me a little information and catching me up with uh, Taylor. And, of course, they're all Tolos. So shout out to them. And big shouts out to Cleo, them. Cleo Hearn is a legend. You just Google him up and Absolutely. find out all the things he's done for the Cowboys of Color. But not only that. He was also doing stuff with the Dallas Cowboys. He was on the sideline with the team and the coaches' staff all through the 70s, 80s, 90s. There's a documentary out about him. So props to Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Props to Taylor, who found him a spot in Japan. Going to be coming home soon. And shout out to the Hearn family. Absolutely. And the son, Harlan, who was out. That's uh, Taylor's home. Big shouts out all the way around there. Uh, you can always get involved in the program by texting into the truckwreck.com text line, 877-881-1053. The 214, they said keep an eye out on Zach Kent going forward as well. Another you young go. pitcher. He pitched mm-hmm. yesterday uh, when they played Don't in you like Arizona. Too. And they played in Glen, uh, Glendale mm-hmm. playing against the Arizona Diamondbacks. And, in fact, Bochi mentioned him yes, with the Kansas City Masterpiece. He sat down with those five fellas earlier today. In fact, let's play this audio where they asked uh, Bruce Bochi who has stood out most during spring training early. Well, in the early uh, part here of, of spring training, I, I like how they're progressing. I really like uh, how Jack bounced back to second inning. Actually, the first inning, he got better as the inning went. He just looked like he got more comfortable out there in the second inning. And Roach went further to talk about how, you know, it really takes that second, third time around yeah, in Arizona. Deep to, in March. Yeah, to get a better feel of what guys are. But, I mean, look, that's one of the guys that Zach is, in fact, Zach Kent that he mentioned. Now, it's worth noting that he had that interview before the Rangers played today. 
Um, so he was referencing the game yesterday, the game on Monday as well. And so, um, but shout out to Brooks Bochy. That was a fun, fun interview that he had earlier today with KNC Masterpiece. Uh, after that interview, these guys got going, including a guy who is kind of vying for that fifth rotational spot for the Rangers right now. Cody Bradford, he started mm-hmm. on the mound for your Rangers today against the Dodgers. He goes two innings, couple of strikeouts, a walk, one hit. Um, solid. And one of the things um, that is worth noting is uh, our friend Kennedy Landry, who writes for MLB.com, wrote a piece about Cody Bradford. She's greatness. And she's very good at her job. But she talked about Cody Bradford and how, you know, obviously he is working through the spring training. He's 26 years of age. He debuted last year. But one of the things that he's working on this season, or actually, and I should mention last season, he kind of had a lot of, it was a lot of herky-jerky to it. He was just kind of put in where he needed to, had 56 innings of work, had a 5-3-0 ERA. So he appeared in 20 games and only started eight. So bullpen work, starting, just there is there wasn't a lot of, you know, kind of consistency there. But one thing that he is working on for this season, he's trying to reintroduce his curveball to what he is doing um, when it comes to, you know, his his arsenal of pitches. I talked to Mike Bassick. I talked to Jared Sandler, just kind of getting an eye on what what has that curveball looked like as he is trying to reimplement it. Of course, it's still early, uh, but both of them, you know, kind of gave the general idea of it's it's good. It's not maybe not, it's not anything to like write home about at this moment, but it's also always worth uh, noting, especially as we continue through the early portions of spring training, maybe all the way through spring training. It's something that Bruce Bochy also mentioned in that interview is that in Arizona. The elements don't necessarily allow balls to break as well. You're right. not going to see the, right. those balls get Desert down heat. necessarily right. in the yeah. same way. And of course, a curveball is very much a pitch that you're anticipating breaking and getting down. And so, I don't know that you'll get a full understanding of what his breaking ball is as he reintroduces it. But early on, at least it looks it looks solid. It looks you know passable mm-hmm. early on in this one. And like I mentioned, he had a couple of innings of work and a couple of strikeouts uh, to his name, Cody Bradford. Um, so that that's going to be a guy that I know that we're going to be excited to see because he, I think as as it's penciled right now when it comes to the rotation and what it might look like, he is penciled in as that fifth starter, right? Like he is penciled in as being a part of your rotation uh, for a majority of the season until you can get Max Scherzer and Jacob Degrom back. Did you hear about Evan Grant? Yeah, Evan Grant um, for the Dallas Morning News put together a roster pro- projection. And his little roster projection, he's projecting Jordan Montgomery, he everybody. Is, he is. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. His rotation projection right now, Avaldi, Montgomery, John Gray, Andrew Heaning, Dane Dunning. And this is he's writing this from an optimist perspective. Exactly. And obviously the optimism is that you would find a way, you being the World Series champion Texas Rangers, to ultimately have, you know, have it out, have that conversation with Jordan Montgomery, ultimately come to a bargaining point where you were able to bring him in. And, I mean, there's people that are wondering if maybe you are getting closer and closer as this time goes by to when this price gets low enough to where teams are now willing to re-engage and find a place to go. In addition to that, um, he Cody Bradford, the guy we're talking about, Aaron Grant, uh, again, optimistic uh, roster projection, slots Cody Bradford in the bullpen alongside Jose LeClerc, Josh Spores, David Robertson, Kirby Yates, Rock Burke, 
Chase and Shreve and Diego Castillo. Um, as well, if you're interested in more Jonah Heim, Andrew Kisner as the catchers, which it feels very evident that that's mm-hmm. what it's going to look like. Infielders, obviously the starting infield that you anticipate, Lowe, Semi, and Seager, Young across uh, right to left on the infield, and then Ezekiel Duran and Josh Smith, obviously those guys on the infield. And then mm-hmm. outfield, he has it like this. Evan Carter, mm-hmm. Leody Tavares, mm-hmm. Adolis Garcia, you mm-hmm. know those are your starters, mm-hmm. Travis Jankowski, mm-hmm. and Wyatt Langford. Mm-hmm. So that's that's Evan Grant. In fact, I feel like we have to say this with a lot of things. Evan Grant's way too early. Like a draft. Right, way too early <laughs> projections. And also he yeah. mentions it as an optimist's yeah. projection. But, hey, that it would be fun. I know there's a lot of people sure. that are super, super excited to see Wyatt Langford and especially Jordan Montgomery return because – that would give one a little bit of hope and excitement on the young mm-hmm. young man front of Wyatt Langford, the offense that he brings, and then also Jordan Montgomery having a, an, another stable hand or stable arm in your rotation that helps you feel a lot more comfortable about navigating that time until you get to maybe the, around the All Star break and your real aces can make it back into the fold. There are people who think that Jordan Montgomery hadn't signed with anybody because he doesn't like the offers that they're making. And if he had to sign somewhere, he would go back to the team that he likes. In other words, all things being equal. He's not getting the payday that he thought he was going to get. So what had happened was he may be coming back to Texas. One can hope. One can hope. We'll continue to monitor that situation and hope that that comes around. But as of right now, Rangers looking interesting. They get a win today in spring training baseball against the Dodgers. The That's Dodgers. A, a team that has a lot of hype around them. Of course, spring training wins and losses. How much do you actually? does it actually matter? But it's good to see guys doing well and Cody Bradford one of those guys today uh and Evan Carter getting mm-hmm. the first hit ever in spring training off of Yoshinobu Yamamatsu stateside so Yamamoto rather stateside so there you go that's your spring training update for the Rangers here on the get right right here on 105.3 the fan coming up next Adam Silver is at the helm of the NBA and it seems like they are coming up on a time period where there's some big questions in the next decade of the league let's answer or let's talk about some of those Next on The Fan. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Zatatuli here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks for rolling with us on a Wednesday evening in the Metroplex. We just gave you a spring training update as your uh, Texas Rangers, World Series champion Texas Rangers, are in surprise earlier today. They got a win 6-4 to over the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. Apparently it was a big affair. Obviously there was TV and a lot of national media as Yoshinobu Yamamoto uh, got his first taste of MLB action and obviously the World Series champions were there. So there was a lot of hubbub and apparently a lot of Dodgers and Rangers fans at mm-hmm. Surprise Stadium. And so you, you got to hear that if you told listening to the KC Masterpiece in a ton of fun during the G-Bag Nation earlier today. Right now, though, your Dallas Mavericks in action in Toronto. They currently hold a nice lead, 13 points, 107-94. I imagine that there will be a lot of vigilance tonight uh, as they they had a, a somewhat similar lead last night against the Cleveland Cavaliers that ultimately was uh, ultimately evaporated, and that was a tough situation. I imagine that they're not going to try and let – they're not going to allow this one. Not on Luka's birthday. No, I would hope not. And, yes, as you mentioned it, Luka Doncic, 25 years of age today. Happy birthday to that man. Hopefully uh, one of the presents he gets is a W in uh, in Canada this evening. But he's, right now – He's actually got 25 points right now. 
Yeah, uh, kind of a lighter day currently on the bench as the fourth quarter starts. I wonder if they can maybe give him a little bit of rest as well for his birthday, if they can get this It'd thing done nice. without He's him having to come back. 31 minutes, trying to keep it down like that. That would be very nice. It's, it's something that we've noticed is that since, since they've made the trade, he has seemed to have a little bit less of that weight and that burden of usage, uh, at least when it comes to the minutes perspective of it. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's something that people clamor for for years since Luka Doncic has mm-hmm. been with the Mavericks because the usage rate has just been astronomical. And, I mean, even above what is kind of the modern NBA for a star player where you look around and you go, you want the ball in your best player's hands, especially when they're a great facilitator. But it, it it had been so high. It looks now. It looks it now. Was the, it was like thirty nine and forty. Man. Right. Forty minutes a night. Absolutely. And so now it looks like you're getting to a place where maybe just maybe that will be only in special cases as opposed to an everyday circumstance. And one of the reasons why they don't have to play him very much the last part of this game is because Dante Exum is back after thirteen games missed. And so you got the, the strong guard rotation, and you also got points spread out like you mentioned earlier in the show, spread out all across the board on the uh, box score. Um, you got contributions from P.J. Washington, 18 points. You got Daniel Gaffer with 13 points. Tim Hardaway Jr. found a shot tonight. He's got uh, 16 points. And, of course, Kyrie Irving's got 18 points as well. Everybody's showing up. Ironically, Josh Green isn't shooting the ball very much. He's only got five points, but they don't need it right now. Yeah, and so we'll talk more about this game as the evening goes. Currently one. 14 to 100. Kyrie's uh, got 21 now. The Mavericks lead there. About just over nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter there. But earlier this month, in fact, the start of this month, February 1st, marked the 10 year anniversary of Adam Silver as the general or as the uh, general manager, as the uh, commissioner of the NBA. It does not feel like it's 10 years. It feels like it's been longer almost. Uh-huh. He's done a, a, a put it like this. He's followed David Stern nicely. Yeah, and I mean, especially considering David Stern ruled with an iron fist. Sure did. Now, you definitely have to give him some level of credit for the ways in which the NBA has grown into what it is. And obviously, in some ways, there are some you know negatives that he has to bear as well. But you you have that. And Adam Silver is viewed wide, widely differently yeah. than Dave, David Stern, but not necessarily to negative effects, right? Like, it's widely differently in a diff- positive way, but just a different kind of positive way compared to David Stern. He's and more so, of a partner. In other words, he's, yes. he's not looked at, oh, he's owner's guy. He's looked at as a guy that brings both the players' union and the owners to the table. And he's, he's, he's almost like a fair barter or fair negotiator fair yeah he fair he, he seems to operate at least um ostensibly it feels like he's more just the bridge between ownership That's and the bridge. and players facility i mean he's still obviously if you really get down to the nuts and bolts of it and if you look at some specific um kind of issues or what have you he still obviously is the are the you know working at the behest of the owners because that's what a league commissioner is doing. But he seems to have a significantly better rapport with the players than I think any other commissioner in a major American sports right now. The way I put it is the way the sports leagues are, the NBA after the last uh, lockout situation and Adam Silver was a, a good person to help get those guys together, they knew they had to save their league. And they're like, okay, we, we are not the NFL where people are going to show up anyway. So both sides had to be partners, and they agreed to be partners. Whereas in the NFL, they look at like we're owners or basically the employers and the players are employees. In baseball, 
they can't stand each other. And they they literally have to be drugged to the table. Historically. Historically. historically yeah. And and the owners the owners in, in baseball, they don't really care about their players as much. When I say as much, they really notice just this past year or so, they recognize, you know what, we need to actually promote our players a little bit and have a social media imprint with our players. It's Major League Baseball. We're not doing anything to grow the game to younger people. NBA has always been innovative, and you have to have cooperation with the with the players' union, and you have to have cooperation with the owners, and that's what Adam Silver has done a great job with. In fact, for those who don't even know, Adam Silver, it was his idea back in the 1990s to document – the Chicago Bulls last season with Michael Jordan, and they called it the last dance. Those tapes would not exist if it weren't for Adam Silver, and that's why he was actually a perfect choice to follow David Stern. Yeah, there's clearly been some wins. I mean, there's a decade of labor peace at this point. Um, obviously, the COVID-19 bubble, like having to navigate that situation was not easy. They managed to finish that season. Play-in tournament has clearly been a big positive lottery. The way that they've changed lottery and kind of tried to chill tanking a little bit. There's also been some misses, mm-hmm. right? They've had some experiments that have not really gone Thanks. great, right? Especially trying to fix the All-Star game is obviously one of those things. Uh, there's a lot of people that will point to, like, dealings with China and the, those types of things as they've tried to glow the, grow the game globally. They have grow the, grew, grown grown. There grown it is. It. They've grown the game, but there's also been some, like, associations that have then looked kind of suspect. And so, like, there's all sorts of things, but... Ultimately, how he's viewed is going to not just be the previous 10 years, but what maybe the next 10 years and the maybe the different challenges that might pop up. So let's talk about some of those. Not a lot of time now, but we could bring this back around as well. One of the big questions, uh, LeBron James has been the face of the league since the early aughts, right? Um, he very quickly jumped on the scene. It was very I'd say the mid. I'm not maybe mid aughts. That's fair. Early okay. aughts was Shaq and Kobe. Yeah, that's that's. You know what? Thank you. I appreciate that. Especially since he comes in in what oh three correct. That's yeah. The 03 and he draft. never won a title till twin twelve. Um, but yeah, it, he became a very prominent figure oh, in this league relatively early, and at le- at the very least over the entirety of the tenure of Adam Silver as commissioner. Mm-hmm. He's thirty nine, and he should be exiting the club within the next three seasons at least conservatively mm-hmm. right and so with that being the case don't forget Steph Curry is 36 as well mm-hmm. right we view a Steph Curry as like the next generation of players but he is also getting to that place where he's probably so who's the next face of the league right and he was asked this at uh his media availability during all-star he was like you know obviously not, we're not going to try and crown anybody or whatever and that is the right answer especially it really is uh although you we talked about David Stern David Stern crowned uh, maybe not an individual, but, I mean, early on it did feel like they crowned an individual because they were pushing Larry Bird hard. But then they immediately found, oh, wow, you have Larry Bird, you have uh, Magic Johnson, let's have these guys. And they built the league around those two guys. That was there was, some, there was some nurturing of that. There was some, you know, trying to build that. I don't know necessarily that that is what needs to happen, but Adam Silver is going to have to be, um, I don't know, he's going to have to be, forward thinking and making sure that the next face of the league does in fact develop though right and early spotting on or spotting early who is probably that and helping them grow because the league has made it very apparent that they are built on stardom as opposed to like teams Mm -hmm. and so that next star has to appear because i don't know that you can just operate off of a landscape where it's like all right the the king is dead quote unquote right like there's no necessary necessary face of the league and we're just going to operate until one appears. I don't know how long that would work for the NBA. I think, 
I, I think it's a huge mistake for fans or media types to assume there has to be an individual face. And okay. I can even say, you just mentioned the best example. LeBron was a dominant force and probably the biggest face, but Steph had all the rings. And Steph was the guy that created this shot, the greatest shooter of all time, where a lot of people felt like I could actually play this game. So he was also involved with the growth. Not necessarily. So I'm, sure. I'm looking at it like the way a lot of NFL's observers group quarterbacks in tiers or they group teams in tiers in their power rankings. You might have to have two or three faces of the league because the game has expanded that much. I don't see there's one player that can dominate all the spotlight alone. And I don't think they would market it that way anymore. As you mentioned, it's not even about the teams anymore. The most historic franchises were the Celtics and the Lakers. Mm-hmm. They're on the Knicks, but they ain't won since the 70s. The Lakers and the Celtics were marketed. It was a perfect marketing to have Magic and Larry Bird because they were the lead factors of those franchises, and they didn't play each other twice a year, mm-hmm. and then they would meet in the finals. And so it was perfect symmetry there. as history left from the 80s. But right now, I can't just say, well, it's Giannis. I can't say, oh, it's Jokic. Oh, it should be Luka because he's 25. Mm -hmm. No, I think it's going to be a tier of guys like that. Maybe those three guys in particular. But it's not going to be just one because if you want to market just one and say, well, let's pick somebody. Zion. See how that blew up in your face. Yeah, and I think you make an interesting point um, because— I think it would be suicide to pick out one guy and say, here, you take the the entire burden of social media and streaming— because this is what Jordan didn't have to deal with, Bird and, and Magic didn't have yeah. to deal with. LeBron and Steph did, and they navigated it very well. But LeBron is hated as much as he's loved. Yeah. Everybody don't have that temperament. And, I mean, it, there, it, there's a level of credit that you know, should be aimed towards LeBron James for being able to, like, withstand that. I mean, and amazing. It's fair to point that it's maybe amazing not, what he's done. not everybody can do that, and you might be setting someone up for failure. And but they have the, a skill set, too. They are going to, like, regardless of what the actual answer is, and it probably, as you say it, it probably does lean to more towards having a group of guys that end up being the stars and the faces, but... That's still incumbent upon the commissioner and the league offices at large no to kind of make sure that that, that fits right because you also don't want to end up in a place, and I hate to use the MLB in this way because MLB is a fantastic product where you end up in a place where, hey, we have a whole bunch of faces that are really good, but maybe none of them um, have that same the same push in the same way. Yeah, they didn't, that's the, you the know? problem. that The owners and the uh, player association can't stand each other. And it was, I mean, the owners barely marketed these guys. I mean, Barely. If it wasn't for Shohei being such a, a, a great star, I mean, a generational type, and then you just name a couple other players, I mean, they're just now putting a spotlight on A lot of those guys like to have their head down and just grind. At the same time, in the NBA, they you know who these guys are, but they also have to match, the character has to match the talent. John Moran has all the talent in the world, but guess what? He don't seem to understand his responsibilities. Mm-hmm. He might grow out of it. I have no idea. But you can't say it's going to be John Moran because guess what? It blew up in your face last year. That's one of many uh, challenges that I think Adam Silver is set to face off over the next 10 years or maybe even more of his commissionership in the NBA. We'll bring that back around over the course of maybe a few days as well uh, as we look to in the, the, you know, the down the stretch of the NBA season. I mean, obviously this season matters a ton, especially for your Mavericks, but the future of the NBA is something that the commissioner has to keep an the eye on. The good part is the the future looks bright, and they're about to sign a $75 billion-plus streaming yeah. rights deal following the NFL with their $116 billion streaming deal. Yeah, and so— and that's why all—that's why you don't see a lot of 
a load management. They, they Adam Silver had to negotiate that with the players union. They say, why are we gonna mess up this money? Yeah, they're they're trying to as much as possible. A lot of things that they've been doing of late have been, I, I imagine, have been to try and make it as appealing as possible the product of the NBA and when they get to the negotiation table with various uh, media companies and trying to make that 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 payday mm-hmm. as big as possible. It's to get right right here on 105 through the fan. Well, uh, like I said, we will return to some of those big questions that Adam Silver has for the next decade of his leadership at some point during the course of maybe this program or, you know, programs to come. But coming up next, uh, let's have a little fun because uh, I found myself earlier today Sitting down and looking up a couple hours later, like, damn, that was a couple hours out of my day eating. What's guaranteed for you to always eat up a couple hours of your day, no matter what? 877-881-1053. It's the truckwreck.com text line. We'll have that discussion next on The Fan. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. It's the get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Got you down. Ross Lebensky's on the ones and twos for us this evening. Thank you. And thank you guys for rolling with us. Uh, here on your home of the Cowboys and World Series champion, Texas Rangers, 105-3, the fan, your Mavericks, currently hold a 11-point lead over the Toronto Raptors in Toronto, 129-118. Luka Doncic, a 30-point triple-double on his birthday, 25th birthday to be exact. So happy birthday to Luka Doncic. We'll break that game down coming up in the next segment at the top of the hour. But right now, um, oh, and actually before right now, here in a second, we'll get to that. But I also do need to uh, re-rack the news of the day. The Dallas Stars, Go Stars! make a trade to acquire some defensive uh, talent. Chris Tanov, 34-year-old defenseman, will join the Stars as, as will Cole Brady. It's a three-team deal that is orchestrated or navigated with the Calgary Flames and the New Jersey Devils. And apparently the Devils will retain 50% of Chris Tanev's salary as well. So they say, get him out of here. you add a defenseman, I imagine, to help Miro Haskin in and this this Dallas Stars team be a little bit more solid defensively. Defensive help was absolutely necessary. So shout out to Jim Neal, uh, general manager for your Dallas Stars, making a move that was much needed and hopefully 
puts them in better position to contend in the mm-hmm. Western Conference, and particularly in the Central Division. Or to find that roster. I love it when teams say, guess mm-hmm. what? We're supposed to be going to the Stanley Cup Finals, the World Series. But they do what they're <laughs> supposed to do to fortify their roster, not just sit on their hands and say, you know what? We'll just set stand pat and just see what the game comes to us. Yeah, no standing pat for your stars as they add Chris Tanner earlier this evening. Uh, right now, though, finally, right now, though, uh, what's always guaranteed to eat up a couple hours of your day? 877-881-1053. I found myself earlier today with two of these. Two? Two of these mm-hmm. instances. Uh, one of them, I'll, I'll hit you with the latter of the two. Um, I didn't realize that my favorite soccer team, Manchester United, had a match today. And so Pleasant surprise? Pleasant surprise in a way, but also them jokers be getting on my nerves. So also sometimes it could be an unpleasant surprise. But I was like, all right, well, that's two hours of my day that I'm going to sit down and watch this because um, I feel like with sports, especially any sport that you're remotely interested in, you can tell yourself, I'm going to put this on in the background and do my work. Mm-hmm. I try and tell myself that lie all the time. And then you wind up watching. I'm just watching it. Like, the work does not get done. I might as well set the laptop down. I'm going to try. I'm going to lie to myself for the first 15, 20 minutes with that laptop on my on my lap, thinking that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work while also. No, I'm not. I set that laptop down, and those two hours were gone. They did win, though, which made me happy. You would have mad if they uh, Yeah, because then I would have been mad and needed to do the work. But that was two hours gone instantly. The former of the two instances of just having hours of my day completely chunked out. Um, try to stay active. Right. Like mm-hmm. try and keep yourself together. But I hate running. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not just going to get out uh, and run for cardio. Mm-hmm. What do I look like? Am I being chased? No. So in order to get my cardio, <laughs> I go try and play some basketball or at least, uh-huh. you know, if I shoot around, I know uh-huh. that I'll run around because I'm going to go chase the basketball here, mm-hmm. there or whatever. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to quickly go. I'm going to shoot around, you know, um, maybe if somebody's up there, we'll get a run or two. Mm-hmm. And. I can lie to myself and be like, I'm going to go up there for real quick, not spend a lot of time. Every time. That is two hours. Every time. I, like, I, I get to, I'm going to go for 45 minutes. I'm going to come back, take a quick shower. I'm assuming you're winning. Because um, if you're sitting around waiting on your next, I got next, then you've wasted two hours. Well, one thing you also have to consider is if I'm going like kind of in the middle of the day, there's not enough people to have like that kind of run where oh. you're sitting and waiting. Uh, but – even if there's nobody in there, I'm up there shooting, right? Like, I'm mm-hmm. doing shoot-around or whatever. Mm-hmm. But instead of just being like, hey, this is going to be a quick 30 minutes or 45 minutes, It's it, this is two hours, and then I'm mm-hmm. going to come home, and should I I should hop right in the shower and just, you know, now I'm ready to turn, and that's going to be another 30 minutes of me sitting around. Okay, let me get in the shower, and then if I got to wash my hair. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, the, the, the time just goes. So pair those together, and my day was very short when I was supposed to be planning this fine show. For you fine folks. Um, and that made me think, like, what are the other things that people do where they're just like, oh, that's just part of my day gone. Regardless of if it's important or not important, uh, what, what does that look like for you? And on the truckreg.com text line, 877-881-1053 from the 214. This is a very wholesome answer by a homie, Jay Gon and Tarot, who said, a combo. Practicing choir music for Sunday. God bless you. Playing guitar and never-ending home upgrades. Hmm. Never-ending home upgrades. I that see at least <laughs> when you get done with that, you feel like you did something. But yeah, that, I I do hate that because like especially once you're a homeowner, which I I do not have to me, but I you know, I'm I am family with homeowners, and it's like all right, well I gotta fix this. You fix that, and all of a sudden something else pops up, and especially if you're in that mode where you're like we're just gonna get a whole bunch of stuff done, 
That is just hours apart. In fact, even if it's just one thing, because you start working on it and you inevitably every time you find, damn, I don't have something. I got to go down to the Home Depot or down to the Lowe's, mm-hmm. right? It ends up being a trip and then another thing uh-huh. and then another thing. And ultimately you look up, and you're like, well, that was a certain portion of my day, two, three hours gone because I wanted to re-put, put this baseboard up or something stupid like that. 214 says the obvious answer is I listen to the get right. Okay. All right. I appreciate that we do that for you. Um, it's kind of like Manchester United. You that's get, right. You get the victory. Yes. You, but yeah. you, you think you're only going to listen for a minute. Next and then, thing you know, hours pass. CA starts telling a CA story, and you're like, well, I'm going to be here for a minute. Yep. <laughs> but you, did, you do get a payoff. <laughs> I appreciate you doing that. I appreciate um, that. On the 214 on the truckwreck.com text line, they said doom scrolling on Twitter for sure. Hmm. Shout out to, I believe that's Chris Strong. And yes, I am also, actually, I've gotten better about that, but in a way that is worse for me because obviously in this business, right, like knowing what's happening in various places um, is helpful. So one of the things that always helped me is just being on Twitter all the time and seeing the various things, those mm-hmm. news items or conversations that are happening on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And so I could at least use it for my benefit. And now that I've tried to get better about it, I actually now have to do more of the seeking out more information. Not that I didn't seek out information as before, but now I have to do it more consistently. You realize that sometimes it's the time of day that you lose those two hours that makes you matter. Yes. Like for example, let's say it's four in the morning. You just... Wake up in the middle of the night. Maybe you had to go take a leak or something, and then you open up your phone. Oh no! Yeah, those are bad. Two hours later, right there. Two hours later, you're like, "Damn, I got to get up in another hour." Yeah, those are always. Is it worse in that situation, or is it worse in the situation that I have? Where luckily, obviously, I don't have nowhere to be first thing in the morning. Um, obviously, I know a lot of people do. Shout us out to you. I appreciate what you do. My work is in the evening, and but the problem is. If I do that same situation where I wake up at four and accidentally get caught up in something, spend two hours, what I also know is even if I try and get up, I'm going to fall asleep later, and that's going to be a nap that's another two, maybe three hours, um, and then that cuts into the part of my really day where I'm supposed productive. to do stuff. You really don't yes, feel productive. Yes, I do not it's feel. It's going to get you one way or the other. <laughs> uh, here we go. From the 214, they said Stairmaster, then Sauna. Okay. Okay. Working you know on what? your fitness. I, I, you know, I run all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I used to before I got hurt my back injured but i cannot do a stairmaster really i cannot run indoor can do a treadmill it's too boring yeah treadmill didn't I do it for me do it i Mm-mm. cannot do no, i've got to be outside in the scenery and you know so that's just the way it is certain i just cannot i don't do think it. i've really tried i think I, i've done the elliptical and that was that was a little bit better than the, the treadmill for me i don't think i've ever done the stairmaster obviously like working different things in mm-hmm. that regard but i don't think i've ever done that i don't think i have either but I actually kind of prefer the treadmill to the uh, elliptical. Elliptical, just, yeah. Something about it just didn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ross, do you have any of these things that you're just like, hey, I have this thing, and oh, there's there's a couple hours of my day gone? Yeah, um, who we presume to be Chris Strong, same thing. Uh, doom scrolling on Twitter, whether it's waking up first thing or before falling asleep. Um, a few nights ago, though, I fell into a serious Facebook watch hole. I'm talking like four hours Ooh, gone. There's that. There's oh TikTok. There's YouTube. I feel like there's just a few of these for folks where you're just like, oh, there there it goes. YouTube especially, yeah, because that's what I usually put on to like as white noise to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I can put something on and then 20 minutes later, I'm like, all right, let's follow up on this topic. <laughs> this is a fun one from the 682. Driving in the best traffic in the world. Thanks to DFW for taking two hours a day, at least from me. 
and you can't opt out of that one. It's not like if I plan my day well, I'm going to – no, you go be in that traffic. That is that is one that you're just going <laughs> to – might as well get you a podcast or something to maybe try and make you get feel a little helicopter. bit better about that. Or <laughs> just get you a playlist to make just – we are going to be happy during this time that I'm stuck in this car. Um, but, yeah, I love the idea. Get you a helicopter. <laughs> Uh, from the 204, Jay Goss says, smoking that loud, you'll forget about all that time, too. Yep, I'm sure that that's, that's fair. Uh, um, C.A., did you, did you have one of these things? Because this is I'm super intrigued for you because you seem like you get a ton of things done. I really do. Any given day. So I'm like, C.A. has got to be super regimented with his time. He probably doesn't let it get away from him. It's rare that it gets away from him. It's not, I'm a Virgo. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that. Okay. Virgo is kind of organized. I'm not sure exactly what that means. That means I know that that's one of those. That uh, means we kind of like things organized. Okay, very good. And so, in other words, I can relax when everything's in its proper place. Okay. So, as far as working out my day and stuff, if, if everything's in order, I got I got free time. So, I don't look at uh, time as being wasted. Mm. That may, I Guess what? I accomplished something, so I got some time for myself. Okay. All right. By the way, quick little shout out here um, to the... A three O says lost a good friend today in a car accident. Mm. I appreciate y'all listening with a heavy heart, but making me smile in a very tough, hard way. Condolences on time, your loss. That's time. that's that's a that's a tough exactly. thing, especially in one of those situations where it's sudden, mm-hmm. not not anything that you can expect. So I do yeah. apologize, and it really is a nice thing that to remember that us talking about sports or even in this instance just kind of foolishness can can be helping some it's of you very guys helpful. out there it kind so. of takes your mind off of things and actually helps some of the time go by that's right that's right uh from the 603 why are you recommending people get podcasts or playlists for traffic they should turn it on leave it on you know what yeah you're Ridge. right see look what are you doing look that, at me not being a company Spittle man. sent that yeah my bad my bad <laughs> don't do not fire me i kind of need this job um. Well, I guess if I didn't have this job, I'd have more room, more time for doom scrolling and uh, playing basketball. Right? There you go. Get right, right here on one hundred five three. The fan. A terrible way to leave a segment, but it's the way that I will leave it, regardless. Uh, appreciate you rolling with us on a Wednesday evening in the Metroplex. Coming up next, your Dallas Mavericks get a big time win, one thirty six, one twenty five in Toronto to uh, wash the the bad taste of that Cleveland loss out of their mouths. Let's talk about that and maybe break down a little bit how the end of that Cleveland game came together. We'll do that next on The Fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. 
Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.